Welcome to Sports Business Secrets. I'm your host, Kevin Tarka. This podcast is specifically designed to share secrets from experts in the sports business world to help you along your own path to success in this industry. Each episode is packed with lessons and insights that never expire. You'll hear from general managers of professional teams to CEOs of sports tech companies to agents, coaches, players, and everything in between. I invite you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing players and coaches, traveling the world, and always finding a way to battle through obstacles in this competitive industry. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. We are on episode 395, almost 400 episodes in. That is pretty wild. It seems like it's yesterday that it was October 2020. Uh, and now it's June 2022. So you know the drill here. This episode is exactly what I'm doing uh, today, this week, and uh, just some updates behind the scenes of building this company. So uh, I have my coffee here, and I am ready to roll. Um, we are going to start with the KTA updates, obviously, because that's priority number one, and then we'll get into a couple other things on the agenda this week. So we'll start with the coaches. Um, Coach Evan Baker uh, is heading into – his summer, which means finalizing their roster for next season, getting ready to hit the road here for AAU events to scout, obviously, every every year. Uh, and now the craziness every summer with the transfer portal, you have kids that graduate, you have kids that have, have to de- uh, decide between their uh, fourth or fifth or maybe even sixth year of college or actually just going to start their pro career or even just like their regular uh, non-pro career and getting a job. Um, so every single college team has to balance that right now, but they are... They are uh, tapping into the transfer portal and finalizing the recruits and just getting ready for uh, uh, for a summer of work to head into season number two there uh, for, for that staff at UMBC. Uh, Coach Demarcus Berry, who coached in Taiwan this season, is back in Florida. He actually took over the TBL team, the Tampa Bay Titans, again, just to finish their season for them um, to continue to perfect his craft, really, and coach the game that he loves. Uh, so he took the team. When he got there, that was not qualified for the playoffs, and then they did qualify for the playoffs, and and recently, uh, this past weekend, they lost in the Southeast Division semifinals. Um, But as a a reminder here, as an agent, as a coaching agent, my job is to try and put my guys in, uh, in the best situation for their career. That might mean uh, uh, just support. That might mean um, regular introductions on a, a, on a regular basis during the season. Obviously it's a little bit different for, for, for coach Baker than it is for coach Barry. Um, one is in college, one is in the pros. One right now is on staff and has a job. One is we're looking for his next job. And um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's challenging. It's, it's different than being a player agent. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm always transparent and, and, and I've had these conversations uh, with, with all my, all my clients, but with, with DeMarcus as well, but, you know, we just have to control what we can control. You know, we know that he's, uh, he's amazing at what he does. We know he has a passion for it. We know that he's proved it. Um, and just like anyone that is grinding up the ladder in whatever respective um, industry they're in, it, it, it's right time, right place, a little bit of luck and just preparing for that opportunity that's about to be there. Right. I, uh, I can control, I can only control what I can control. I can, I can make genuine introductions to my network. I can, um, I can, you know, tap into my, um, you know, my, my, my current clients, my previous clients, my, just, just my network and my relationships that I built over the past 10 years in the industry to try and get him not only onto the desk of some interview opportunities, um, but then continue to hit angles and, 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 and different angles of people who know people who, who can, you know, put in the good word because, 
don't forget this industry is so oversaturated. And so just like a lot, there's a lot of good players out there. There's a lot of good coaches out there. So we just got to continue to control what's in our lane, keep showing up. And I have faith that the right door is going to open at the right time. Uh, so for the players here, uh, just a brief little status update. Anthony Green started his uh, season. Well, I think I had this last update. He, he already started a season. They're on week coming up on week 10, I think. Um, so those who are unfamiliar with Anthony, he played college at Northeastern. He shot about 70% from the floor in college and was top 10 uh, in all-time blocked shots there, which is kind of when I saw that 70% 70, 70 from the floor field goal percentage. That's that's really when I started recruiting him. Physical, athletic, uh, mobile center with the ability to stretch the floor. He's got an NBA body. He finishes everything around the rim with authority. Uh, excellent pick and roll player. And um, he has experience in Spain. And obviously this is his second year in Australia. So they've just won five in a row there for Norwood Flames in the Australian NBL one. Uh, and his season will continue throughout the summer through the end of July. Um, and uh, yeah, depending on when they, ho hopefully the season runs smoothly here, not like last summer and there's no sort of uh, uh, crazy pauses or delays and, and, and they'll head back to the, uh, to the, uh, to the championship game like they did last year. Uh, my other guys, Jimon Henson and Donovan Smith are back in the States for, for the summer. And like most pros, they're just, they're just staying ready for that next opportunity, right? Which for both of them will likely be back in Europe next season. Both of them are staying in shape. And, uh, I know both of them at, at various points over the past couple of summers have had different side jobs, which I respect the shit out of them for, because, um, you know, everyone wants to say that they're, you know, a pro basketball player and make millions of dollars, but, uh, but not everyone is humble enough to say, look, like I, I love the game and, and, you know, I played and I'm a pro and I'm just waiting for my next opportunity, but I also need to make some money because, uh, another thing that people don't talk about all the time is the reality that most guys at their entry level or mid level overseas are making a thousand dollars a month in the beginning or $2,000 a month or $3,000 a month. And the majority of players that you see, yes, the majority of highlights that you see on Instagram, those guys are not making a lot of money. And so in order to get to where they want to be to make the 50K a year, 70K a year, 100K a year plus, you have to put in the work and and they're doing that. And so, um, you know, I don't care if you're working a summer internship at JP Morgan or if you're, um, you know, serving at McDonald's or if you're running basketball camps, I, I really don't care if you're working hard to make money over the summer, I, I, I respect you. Um, so those guys are put in the work and, and we're going to stay patient. And, um, and, uh, I know again, just like coach, the, the, the right opportunity is going to show up at the right time. And as long as they're preparing for that opportunity and they're ready for it, uh, then it's going to be a good fit. Jaquiel is, uh, recovering from his surgery still, and we will continue to monitor, monitor that throughout the summer. And then just a little update here on that, on, uh, I, I know I mentioned it last time on the only guy that I'm working with. Uh, this year from the rookie class is, is is Peter Kiss. And I know this is a little bit different situation than I've done in the past, which is why I haven't really had many announcements or posted anything yet, but I will be co-repping him with another, I am co-repping him with another agent, uh, Dan Curtin, who's a, who's a great guy. And um, I have a feeling that the deep dive on, on that is, is going to be this summer when things shake out a little bit, obviously lots of lots of stuff going on here with workouts and, you know, actually a realignment here with, you know, with, with Dan and him joining forces with another agency and um, just, just a lot going on. But in regards to a few notes on Pete, I mean, he's, he's been going through his pre-draft process. He's out in Chicago. And for me, this, this co-repping situation really, really just allows me to um, take a step back and, 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 you know, change, change up the strategy a bit and double down on what I love doing, which is the, the relationship with the player, right? There, there, there really has to be, 
um, support in, in, in many different angles for a player's career. And I think, you know, I, I, I do a good job of, of, um, of, of being the glue guy, just being the glue guy and, and, and supporting wherever that is necessary. Obviously in the past, it's always been directly with the player and directly with the teams and kind of running the entire show. Um, but for this, um, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, it's cool to kind of do a different strategy and, you know, I can obviously tap into my NBA G league overseas network and make sure we're setting him up for the, uh, you know, for, for success with proper contract opportunities, but, this one is almost like icing on the cake for me with, with that stuff. It's like, I can, you know, I can tap into that network and I can, um, you know, I can, I can add value and I can, I can give Intel and, and, um, you know, share ideas and do whatever I usually do, but that's, that's in addition to what Dan's doing. And I trust him completely. And, you know, he's, uh, he's been doing a great job and Pete's been already in with, uh, with three teams for, for workouts and have about five or six more NBA workouts on the books this month. And, you know, as, as I've, I've talked with Pete a lot and, and it's probably good for, for most of the audience to hear, but um, if you're, if you're not a lottery pick, you, you just got to understand. And, and, and Pete understands this really well is that you just got to focus on being the best player you can be, right? If that means that you get a summer league opportunity, which, which Pete should have uh, great, you know, earn it from there. If that means you're offered a two-way contract or maybe an exhibit 10 contract, you get to go to training camp or, or even a G league spot. I, I mean, amazing. If that fits you well, great. You know, control what you can control and be the best player you can be. If that means that you decide that um, the opportunity to take a take a contract overseas will make you happier and, and and you'll be more productive with the with that role with the ball in your hands or that opportunity, um, that's great too. And 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 uh, you know, I know I know Pete's excited for either either one, and he's doing a great job of of kind of compartmentalizing you know this this process because it's definitely overwhelming. Um, and for for my international followers here. Uh, Pete's parents are from uh, Romania and Hungary, so expect some moves on that end. That's a little teaser here, but we've got some exciting things in the works in regards to the national team opportunities. And uh, then obviously just being a European passport holder is going to open up a lot of opportunities. So, um, look, I, I think uh, I know Pete's going to thrive whatever path uh, he goes down. If it goes towards the NBA, um, he's going to do great because I know that in order to not be a lottery pick uh, in the NBA and, and, and actually make it, you know, you got to go through the grinder. You might be sitting on the bench in the G League. You might be earning your spot in training camp. You, you, you're going to have to go through some challenges and some obstacles. And, um, you know, you have to have some real some real some real grittiness to uh to make it and get through that stuff and pete has it pete definitely has it on and off the court and um you know if if, if it's the other way you know i know his character and his game really fit the overseas model as well so you know i know he'll thrive in a place um like uh like any sort of honestly any sort of european competition right where you know he, he has to prove it he has to prove it again you know whether it's spain acb or another high level league where this you know the team's playing in both the domestic league and an international competition um those those opportunities are going to be there and 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 and, and he's going to thrive just based on his character the way that he plays a game the way that he competes and so um yeah i'm uh, i'm definitely excited for that and for the rest of my 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 kta guys so that's the update for KTA uh, this summer. I, I just obviously want to make sure that they're in a good spot and then it's going to leave, leave room for me here to transition. I shouldn't say transition, but add in some, some other consulting opportunities and some other passions of mine. And um, you know, if you followed me at all, you know that I have a passion for many things outside of just the basketball agency work. I have a background in sponsorship sales and event management. I've been diving into the web three world. Um, I think NFTs and the ability for athletes and companies to, 
really operate and take advantage of blockchain technology has some exciting benefits. Um, it's still a bit over my head uh, for sure, but I'm learning. I'm learning one day at a time. I've recently recently connected with a company called Uncut.fm, which uh, which I'm going to want to talk about much more in depth as we move forward here into the summer. But definitely, uh, it, it's exciting on a few fronts. First, the, the, the company's mission is to help podcasters create token-gated communities with their audience, which I know seems like a lot, token-gated communities. But Essentially, it's just a way for podcasters to tap into the Web3 space, really continue to, to, to build their community that allows everyone to benefit, not just the podcasters. It creates opportunities for revenue generating um, paths, which is really NFTs because they help podcasters mint NFTs to share with their community. So if, you know, if you're able to give a community card through an NFT that's free or if you're able to offer an NFT that listeners or the audience or the community has to pay for, you can also build in extra benefits. So it's not just you generating money from your community. It's really everybody building together. So that's exciting. And then, um, you know, they, they, they have what's called the podcaster residence program where basically it's just a beta version of them um, starting the, 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 their company where they're bringing in podcasters, which I'm a part of. Um, so again, not only, Will I be able to create some more value for you? Yes, you, whoever's listening right now, but um, it'll allow, allow me to continue learning about this, this Web3 world. So, um, you know, in, in regards to how I can connect all this stuff with athletes um, and, and, and my clients and just be complimentary to the work that I'm doing representing players and coaches, I really think uh, that there's, there, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but there's a, there's a spot, there's a sweet spot in there that, you know, I can help connect athletes or coaches to leverage their platforms. I don't know if that means being the NFT guy or the NIL guy, or, you know, help coaches get more speaking engagements or set up their webinars for them to create revenue and also give back and teach, uh, you know, what, what, what they know. I'm not really sure, but I just, I do know that there's a spot, a sweet spot in that web three connecting world. And, you know, being a, a, a little bit tech tech savvy, uh, at least I like to consi consider myself, and then um, doubling down on that with what I already do in representing and managing managing players and coaches. So, um, you know, I think I think that just represents the shift in strategy of the entire talent management model, which I'm not going to get into now because uh, I've been talking way too long here, and and uh, just for for an update episode, and I'm queuing that up for I think Friday's episode, but. Uh, the reason it's not going out next, which will be Wednesday, is because I think you're going to be really excited about Wednesday's guest that's coming on. Uh, we are back to the brand side. I will keep the name and the brand a surprise, but we have someone coming on um, who handles all of the NTA marketing for a beverage. Uh, so we're really going to get to dive into some of the NIL conversations. And then we also have three more exciting guests already locked in on the calendar for the next two weeks. So Make sure you tune back. I appreciate you joining in. Hope you enjoyed the little behind the scenes update here and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Thanks again for listening, my friends. If you enjoyed the episode or if it brought you any value at all, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you share it on social media, make sure you tag me at Kevin Tarka. If there are any topics that you want me to dive into or any guests you'd love for me to have on the show, just shoot me a message and I will do my best to make it happen. Have an amazing day and hope to see you back here soon.